listening to you're listening to you're listening to you're listening to and you're listening you're listening to active fm to active fm to active fm fm to active fm hello <laughs> i'm so excited to do this show so you tuned into the love show here on zoom and for once you can see us and i hope this is like a one-off thing <laughs> <laughs> Because you know me, I'm camera shy. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, okay. Well, I think... I'm not camera shy, but I can remember, like, doing my very first podcast by myself. Like, can I tell you what happened? I had three topics. And I used to do... I used to do the love show or, like... I was always doing the love show. But, like, at some point, I don't know what I was doing. I, like... I can't even remember... But I know I had like three topics and they were all for different shows. And I finished all three topics in one show and it still wasn't enough to talk about. So after that, I was depressed. I was just like, radio is not for me. (laughs) Podcasting is not for me. I could really do presenting. I could really do TV. I could really do like visual media. But like podcasting is not for me. Mm -hmm. Wait, how long was your first recording for those shows? I think my first oh my gosh my first recording was seven years ago my very first ever recording because active fm wasn't always i'm not even joking for active fm i've been a dj for seven years (laughs) oh my gosh so before one of the original djs for active fm was boneka dj aqua and there was another guy by the name of divisani um so he, they used to do Active FM, but Active FM didn't have like the different shows and stuff you can listen to, like the sports show, like the political show, you know, like all things girls and the mom's show with Nice and Tando. You didn't have all that stuff. What you had was like one podcast. So it was just one podcast and we'd get together once a month and we would record for the next like four weeks weeks worth of podcasts in one day and it was so funny because like we had um all this equipment we have now is not what we had then you know you have those recording boxes i don't know if you've ever seen those the recording boxes okay so we had the recording boxes and then um you would have like a mic but there were only two mics because there was two presenters in the beginning i was added on as the third presenter so there are only two presenters at the beginning, so I would have to share a mic with one of them, which was very awkward and also very difficult because if you wanted to say something, you had to have the mic passed to you and then you would speak. And so it was just like a lot. And sometimes people forget to pass the mic because they're not used to having DJ number three on the set. So, and also like you, like it was just, it was just a lot, but it was a good, it was a very good starting point. And then, um, you, we now know our producer, Kayla, she took over Active FM and she jazzed everything like she shook everything up. So, funny enough, this is a story time about how I started podcasting now. <laughs> so, um, what then happened is that um, she shook things up. She gave us different topics. She's like, hey, listen, I, I think you'd do great if you did this topic. I think you'd do great if you did this topic. And I did um, the love show. And there was fashion. There was like, I think it was like four or five shows in the beginning. And then the brand grew and grew and grew. Now we've got like a whole lot of DJs. We've got like a studio and equipment. And like stuff and like social media is a buzzing so yeah man we've come a long way from there we have really come a long way from where we started out but yeah 
Let's go. Let's see, like you've been in the industry for. I'm like, yes, I've been in the radio industry for seven years. <laughs> this is me feeling very accomplished. <laughs> so, okay, wait. Let's talk about you. How did you get into podcasting? Okay, first, um, a friend of mine that we went to high school with, uh, Deborah. So, like, she did, I think, two shows. And with Sandra, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the first two shows that I listened to. And they spoke about, like, you know, relationships, dating, and all that. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the whole recording. And I was like, wait, how do you get into this? Then she told me that it's a church that does it. And I was like, okay, I'm not part of the church. Like, what should I do? Should I join the church because I want to do radio? And she's like, no, just shoot your shot, man. You know, just apply. Then I applied. Um, something happened. Then I lost, like, communication with Kayla. And then I came back again, sorted out my phone and everything, and then got the interview, and then I was in. Oh, man, that's so awesome. Can I tell you, I used to do the live show, like, by myself for a very long time. And I was tired. <laughs> I was so tired. I felt like the conversation was so one-sided and i kept telling like our producer that listen who's kayla if we mention kayla that's our producer so or the ceo of active fm you know something bougie like that um so i kept saying to her like i need somebody to record with and it needs to be a guy because two girls it'll just be the two of us complaining about men really and i was just like no i need I need someone, I need someone, I need someone, I need someone. And like, lo and behold, she was always like, no, you know, like, you do a great job on your own, girl. Like, you got this. You, lo and behold, she's already putting in the plans to get me a co-host. So finally, and I didn't want, here's the thing. I didn't know, like, what exactly I wanted because I didn't want, I wanted a guy co-host so that we can have the male um, points of view as well. But I also didn't want awkward moments. You know what I mean? Now people see you and they're like, eh. <laughs> so I didn't want like those awkward and I didn't want anyone shooting shots or being funny, like just strange. And then she said, no, we found you a co-host and, 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 and I was just like, who is it? And then she said, Mindeni, and I pronounced your name so wrong. <laughs> the way she said Mindeni, like I was going to know who you were, but anyway, um, yeah, everything, I think you did the interview, everything was confirmed, and then we met, and then we did our first podcast. Do you remember what that was? I actually can't remember. The first show. Like, wait, it's been like two years, I think, since we did that. It's been two years we've been co-hosted! <laughs> Another accomplishment. Excuse me. Been a while. Been a while. <laughs> While I enjoy this moment, like, who else has been with the same co-host for two years? I just gotta say, man, you're the best co-host in town. You're the best co-host in the country. Oh, <laughs> don't mention it. So that is how we got started doing Active FM. Some of us started a very long time ago. Some of us started also a very long time ago. Yeah, man. What was your first impression of me? I would like to know what your first impression. I remember like the first, the first time that you called me, I was actually doing like an extra set. Which, which basically there was a short film that was being worked on and I was an extra. And then it was just like lunchtime. And then you called me and said, hey, let's just talk about this thing, some topics. I want to get to know you. And I was really shy. And I'm like, why is she talking so much? Because she doesn't know me. I don't know her. And like, you know, for you to call me on the first time like that, I was like, I don't know what to say. And I hope I impress you as in like your co-host and then it's going to work well. And there was no awkward moments. I was like, okay, she's 
open-minded she's free and very bubbly that's what i remember oh i thank you i did not know what to expect hey having a co-host because i had wanted a co-host for so long now that i had a co-host i was like <laughs> like a dream came true yeah no but now what, what do you do with the now i was like what do you do with the with the co-host i was like okay let me call him up let's start planning our shows let's start somewhere yeah but it was it was pretty pretty good um what are the i think what are the upsides of our industry and i don't know what can we say to people who maybe want to get into podcasting like we got into podcasting i love it <laughs> yeah that's that's like i think that's like the advice that everyone gives anyone basically you just start with what you have i mean i had no experience i had never done any public speaking or anything like that and i'm really shy as a person but when you get to know me i'm like you know what let me be free you know let me start chatting up let me start writing a bit of a script as well get some ideas so because you might be there at home and thinking i want to start this what can i talk about like find something that's interesting to you that you can go on and on about because people need to find a topic that they like so like spend time on something that you really like talking about and that's when the podcast can grow and you can have more ideas basically on it because some people just do it because it's just podcast you know let me just find a topic and then you find that you don't really like that thing then you obviously going to run out of batteries basically yeah i think i think definitely pick a topic that you are passionate about and that you are interested in i have a big mouth so hey man talking about love and all that kind of business that is right up my alley i guess yeah so and love is so broad you can talk about like a lot of things from finances to fashion to a lot a lot with the with the love show so if you want to get into podcasting um definitely find the content that you would like to talk about and make sure it's relevant make sure it's interesting and just start them but also maybe just you could also just apply to be a presenter on active fm applications are still open by the way we've been in the business and applications are still open so let us know yeah podcasting i think i think it what are the downsides we would love some young and fresh talents um i think what are the upsides and the downsides of being a podcast obviously before we go into the actual why, why we actually hear or you actually going to see a show what it looks like what it would sound like okay it's complicated but you're actually going to see us do a show but um what what are the upsides and downsides of podcasting i think the upsides is the fact that like after you're recording basically anyone can just like go and download it or they can listen to it online it's like there so if you missed it like you're always going to find it there on our shows uh, i mean on our websites you're going to find it on social media as well with the posts the downside i would say is if let's just say you're having a sore throat or you're not feeling well then you can't record obviously that's the thing so you need to have an active voice that would be a downside for me i think um an upside of podcasting is that if you're a camera shy like someone else we know we won't mention any names in <clears> the <throat> sorry that's just a that's just a cough um if you're a camera shy but you would like to get into entertainment and get your voice is yeah and i'm just i'm just throwing the shade i mean not the shade i mean i was um i i can explain uh, but maybe not maybe next week i'll explain uh, so 
the, the upside is that if you're camera shy, then you can really get your voice out there and your voice doesn't have to be in a... Um, your voice doesn't have to be... Your face doesn't have to be there. And yeah, I think it's cool. And I think it's kind of funny and it's fun for people to guess what you would look like or guess what you would sound like. So a funny, a funny situation, a funny scenario... I have some girls that were listening to my podcast and they were listening to the podcast and then like um she how do i even know her at the beginning i don't know i can't remember but like we we, we were talking we're in communication but she'd never seen a photo of me i think maybe because she never whatsapped me before or something and i said hey no i'll send you something on whatsapp and then you can have a look at it there and then she saw my profile picture and she asked me if i was black because in her head i was white just listening to my voice. So it's kind of it's like, it's, it's, I think it's funny or it's fun for people to guess who you are or what you look like. They can obviously just look at my social media. Yeah, so that's, that's the fun side of, um, of podcasting. A downside of podcasting is that it's not as popular as YouTubing, for example, these days. So um, a lot more people in the world are getting into podcasting or are listening to podcasts. But... Um, it's not as popular and it, it, it's growing in popularity, but it's not as big as like video feeding and so on. But funny enough, I am also a YouTuber on active TV and my podcast, maybe it's cause it's been around for so long, you know, like we've built the, the, um, listener base a bit. Um, I get way more clout on my podcasts than I do on my YouTube. If it makes sense. Like there's more people listening to my podcast than there are people watching on YouTube. Although I promote the YouTube and promote the podcast, like, but there's more people on the podcast. I think it's because of over time we've built up that, you know, the, the base. You've built up the base quite well. Yeah, so I think maybe that's why so those are the upsides and the downsides. So if you want to get into podcasting, just know that it's there's not a lot of people in right now. Well, not it's not like YouTube where like every second person is a YouTuber. It's not like, so if you want to get in, get in now, get your experience in now because it's going to blow up. And when it blows up, you want to be there and have gotten your experience in the beginning, have done your things in the beginning. And yeah, you did. So that's, I guess that's us in podcasting. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah. And we get to reach people's homes. I mean, yeah, that's the upside as well for podcasting. You're right in someone's ear. So you literally are like right in yeah they're listening to you in your ear and it's also such a privilege i think for everyone that listens to our shows um i just want to say we're really grateful for you listening to our shows because it's such a huge honor that you take time out of your day to listen to me and not everybody is listened to for whatever the reasons may be and so people actually like they listen to me they want to hear my voice they want to hear what i what i'm saying and we really want to appreciate all our listeners thank you so much yeah. Y'all are the boss. Y'all are the best. So we want to thank all our listeners. Um, and and if you're watching this live, if you you're looking at me too, you are you're doing a good job. You are. You should get an award for participation. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Okay, so as promised, we're going to be doing a Active FM show for you. This is just like the live version. So you at least get to see our expressions when we're talking in those Active FM shows. All right. So you guys ready? Nindeni, you ready? Okay. So we're going to do the countdown in three, two, one. Active.
Active FM, Christ music is hot music. This is Jamie Musadi, and I'm not alone. Yeah, you and Lindeni were long awaited. Mm-hmm. And we do we have a juicy topic for you today. Today we are playing Never Have I Ever. So Lindeni and I are going to pose a Never Have I Ever question. And because we're Christians, we don't drink. Well, we drink water and like non-alcoholic things, but like the rest of the alcoholic things, that's that's not. I don't, we don't play like that, right? So we're going to pose a question, never have I ever, and both of us will have to answer. So don't be, don't be out here, Denny, getting excited and then asking very difficult things that you can't answer. Okay, so we're going to be playing never have I ever. So do, do, would you like to go first? I feel like I'm not ready. Okay, let me start, let me start, let me start. Oh no. <laughs> hey, look, this, this was always going to be interesting. Okay. Never have I ever sold out my best friend on their partner. Like, what do you mean, sold out? So let's just say your friend was lying to their partner about something. They made you angry. And then you feel like, you know what? Or even though they didn't make you angry, they just like, you know, they did something wrong. And you feel like it's good for them to be out in the open about it. That's like, okay, let me explain. I'm going to say, no, I have never. But this one time in primary school, whenever, for South Africans, you guys know what one day, one day means. But for our international viewers at this point, because you know you're viewing us, (laughs) not just listening. For international viewers, we often start a story with saying one day, one day. It's just, it's a South African thing. So one day, one day. One day, one day. So I had a friend, and um, she had this huge crush on one of the guys in the schools. Like, the crush was huge, 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 huge. And, like, there were these other girls who were sort of, like, bullies. They were, like, sort of... They were, like, the big girls that... Yeah, they were, they were bullies, basically. And um, I can remember... I don't know why I thought it would make sense, but they came to me, and they wanted to do something to my friend... And my friend as well was a bit of a bully. She was kind of like the friend that kind of bullies you to do things and like makes you feel like she was a bit of a toxic friend. But this was like in like primary school even, like late primary school. So they said to me that um, you need to give us collateral. So you need to tell us something or do something so that like, I don't know, if we don't come for you or that we won't come for her or they won't come for someone. So I gave them the collateral that she's got a crush on this person. And the moment the words left my lips, they ran straight to that guy. They, you know, like a straight line, not even, no cutting quarters, nothing. And they spilled the beans. And you know what's the worst part? When I realized, I ran to my friend. I'm like, I'm so sorry. This just happened. I told him and then this, this, this. She wasn't even angry. She was just like, Whatever comes, comes now. She was, I think she was more scared of the other girls. So it was like, this is a mess. But. And then, yeah, they told her. Then, you know how it's just so dumb, but this guy calls her. Then he tells these girls to go and fetch her. So these girls go and fetch her. But they make a big thing about it because they've told like the whole school by now. And so now. As we're going to... Now, this guy says, okay, I'm going to be on the field because he used to be a soccer player. So he said, I'm going to be on the field. She must come find me there. So I go with her, head hanging in shame. 
And this guy, in front of like this whole group of people, because everyone was like gathered to hear what is going to happen. He basically tells her off, like, I'm not interested in you. I never liked you. I'm just like, we can be friends, but I'm not like, I'm not into you like that. Like, that was his whole thing. Like, I'm not really into you. I'm like, whatever. So he had his whole, he had his, he said his piece. And then she was like, cool. And then we left. I felt so bad. <laughs> so that's the one time I kind of just snitched on a friend. Yeah. Wow. Have you? Wait, have I ever snitched? Yeah. Have you ever snitched? Like, on a friend? No, no, no. Not in a friend. Yeah. The guy wasn't... Okay, I'll tell you the story. It was in high school. The guy wasn't my friend. But then we liked the same girl. So he told me about his crush on her and all that. I don't even know how we got close. So then he tells me the story. He writes down and... And then he saw that me and her were like close. So then he's asking her for advice. So he thinks that I'm just a friend. Meanwhile, I also like the same girl. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, cool. Let me write this. Let's say, give me some pointers and all that he gets it down he gives it to her she ignores him and then i go to her as well and tell her that look i know that he might have told you that i helped him but basically i didn't want to help him you understand because i didn't want to like kind of um close off my opportunity of getting a girl because it would seem like i was not interested exactly exactly because it's like wait you like me but then you helped another guy get me so explain yourself i did that Unfortunately, I didn't get the girl either way. None of us did. But then I was kind of like in a better spot because I still remained her friend. So You see, this is my thing with guys and girls being friends. When guys and girls are like proper friends, you know, I like, I don't know. If anyone had to ask me, I would say like the only guy friend, if I like have a guy friend, would probably be you. Because like I talk to you, obviously we do the shows and stuff. And in between, we put together our topics, put together our conversations. If there's anyone... I ever like really talk to that's a guy it's like it's you and then there's the people i work with you know like i don't know i guess you count as a work friend actually but this thing with guys and girls being friends that's always that guy it's always that girl that's like the friend but they're not really the friend you know they're just in the friend zone but they want to get out of the friend zone those ones dangerous to relationships now y'all can say what you want about me and my opinion at the end of the day it is my opinion but it's also a fact i mean yeah because you know who's gonna ask when he has issues with you his girlfriend who's not really his girlfriend because you're his girlfriend but she's the female friend so we just change the word to make it simple nah no Mm-mm. we never trust female friends believe me the girl can say oh no you know like he doesn't make me insecure or she doesn't make me insecure oh, i'm not insecure with a-. a guy with female friends the girl's got her eye like this just to make sure every time i think guys are the same as well they always hmm. huh? and these guy friends like Nintendo. i'm just saying i mean we heard his story guys we heard his story we heard his story <laughs> They're always trying to sneak into that relationship. I'm telling you. Watch. Open your eyes. If a guy just genuinely hangs out with you for just hanging out with you. I was in my friend yesterday. I, I, I did what I had. Yeah, you're calling it what you had to. You're calling it I did what I had to. I'm just saying. But I, I anyway, okay. When the situation Here's is one. like that, you know, you need to make a decision. <laughs> Here's one. Never have I ever changed myself to like please someone or to impress someone i'm interested in yeah i have 
Okay, cool. Oh, like it was like it's an old old story though. Okay, so she basically liked guys with that were like not uptight. So she wanted a guy that was basically into parties and doing all of that stuff. I didn't drink though. I did not. So then we'll obviously be talking and she'll be like, wait, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, no, there's a party at my cousin's house. I'm going to do this and that. Then, oh, okay, cool. So you sound like a fun person. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I actually am. Because that's what she said. You sound like you're a fun person. Then she's like, guys are always boring because sometimes they play soccer or they chill at home. They don't go out. They don't do the fun things. And I'm like, I'm into this person. So to keep this going, I need to tell her that almost every weekend I'm out. At that time, I'm just like lying. I'm just like, I'm at home. And I make sure that I don't even log in and mix it because that's what we're using for social media at that time. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to be at a party the whole night. So I'm not going to log in. Log in tomorrow. Oh, you put the away or busy status just to look like, you know, you're busy. And yeah, that, that's basically how it went. So wait, you would be sitting at home and you'd be like, hey, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. Out at a party or anything. I'm just like, I'm at home watching TV, playing games or something. And I just put the busy notification on mix it and just say yeah i'm out yeah that's it okay. i can i can confess that i've also done like the same thing not necessarily saying i'm out when i'm inside it just wasn't the thing for me i haven't tried that one because i thought hey what if they see that hey i'm not at that party but anyway um that's very funny but hey big ups on you so what happened was that like um i had i was very insecure and so like i felt as if I had to do something or not do something in order for someone to like me and to stay liking me. And if they liked me at first, I would automatically think like, how long is it going to take before they're disappointed in me or before they don't like me anymore or because before they really get to know me and they're like, "Eh, she isn't that cute. So I would accept things in a relationship that are just unacceptable. That I would never accept now. You would never. But like this guy would be late. He would be... um, um, he wouldn't reply back if I texted him. In those days, I used to text. You know, guys, I've got a no texting policy now. But then when I did have a texting policy, he would reply when he wanted to, like, whenever. And I'd be hanging on to my phone for, like, when he replied. And I'd reply immediately, and then he'd be, like, taking his time. So that kind of attitude, and then, like, not pitching when you're supposed to pitch. And then he also wouldn't introduce me to, like, to his friends as his girlfriend or anyone, actually. I didn't know who he hangs out with or where this guy goes. I only ever see him when he's with me and then it's alone like that. Like you never, he doesn't go, this is my girl or like anything like that. It was just like, (laughs) I would never accept that nonsense. Just that person on the side. Yeah. But like I was treated very badly and like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, he would come late. He would not come. He would break promises. Like, you know, it was almost like he was doing me a favor by dating me. That's how I was treated. But I accepted that because I felt as if, well, if I complain, I might lose him completely and then he'll just dump me and then I'll be alone. If only I knew then being alone is nice. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I enjoy it so much. (laughs) What what you're saying, it kind of reminds me of that meme. You know the meme where it's like, um, where there's a clown and then it says, I text back. Like the minute you text me and then I keep holding onto my phone 
whenever you text me after five days or hours later and i'm still just a clown basically like you don't see my value because people actually do that at times in relationships and you're like you know when that person is gone you get someone different that's not even probably going to text you someone mm. that's going to lie to you about replying to messages and you're like i used to be that person and karma hits you know the way you treated your previous partner you might get treated like that in the next one and this time it's because your feelings are invested now you're invested and this person treats you like that and yeah it's just i don't know what was wrong with me but i kind of liked guys that had this i think i didn't understand it so you know how guys rate girls we know y'all do that yeah, yeah i'm listening mm. We know how guys rate girls. It's not just the out of 10 thing. You know, she's a 5 out of 10. She's a 10 out of 10. She's an 8 out of 10. Y'all do more than that. There's the girls that you consider... Okay, maybe not you, Nindeni. But guys consider cheap. And there's the, girl, there's the girls that guys, like, respect. You know what I mean? Sometimes they respect you so much, they're not just going to come and play around with you and, like, you know, try to get you because they know that, hey, that's a level that I'm just not on. If you know what I mean. So, like, there's that, you know? And then there's the, like, they... They, they kind of got to this, they, they know like, okay, this girl is up here and she's not down here. She's not, the, she, I can't just get her any day anyhow. So, okay, you know, what, you know what I mean, that thing. Girls also rate guys the same. Maybe not by the same characters or principles or the same attributes, but girls also know which guys are like just easy. Listen, to get you is a text message away. It really is. And it's nothing even sexual. It's just a hey. Got him. Just like that. There's some guys we know. Like, it's just... It's that easy. I just got to reply to the states and go, ha-ha. And then the conversation starts. Before, before, you, you like this in my hands. Hmm? There's those guys that we know. We can just catch them easy like that. And then there's those guys that, um, like, they are just... They, they, are, they know who they are. They've got that about them. You know, they've got, it's not arrogance, but it's a confidence. And the confidence is not arrogance. And I used to confuse that confidence for arrogance. So I often went for guys or I was attracted to guys that were arrogant. Hey, did I, did I suffer? Hey, did I suffer? But you know, there's those guys that they don't need. They, when guys step into the picture and they want girls' attention, we can smell it from far. We can smell it like a rat, like a dead rat. Like you can see it if he steps into the picture. And even if he's good looking and he just wants the female he wants attention we can girls can see that from far i mean i think guys can see when girls just want attention from far but then you see these guys that are they're just so nice looking they're so nice everything and um he's not being rude but he's not running after your attention either that just takes you up a notch being attractive i'm telling you and it makes you expensive you're no longer cheap you're no longer the guy just hey and then he's like mm, what's up and then for the next six weeks i know i can just swirl you around so if you wanna if you want some guy advice name you need to know who you is people are always trying to get a discount on you people are always trying to like eh, cheapen you and you've got to know your worth you've got to know your worth so yeah man definitely one of those things there so i always was attracted to these guys they were just terrible they acted like they were doing me a favor by dating me really and i'm just like i'm glad i realized it now but had i known it then things would have been different i wouldn't have wasted my time and sometimes my friends would tell me like no this guy treats you like rubbish he said what 
He said when and he didn't pitch. And the one time, like my friend's boyfriend, um, we were supposed to go to a party with him. It was like a birthday party with the family or something like that. And he was supposed to pick up my friend at seven o'clock or whatever with me because I was supposed to go with her. Because the mom was like, no, you can't go alone. You need to go with Jamie. So we went, we're going to go together. And then um, he just didn't pitch. He wasn't answering his phone. And I remember the sister was like, my friend's sister was like, no. But then, you know, these arrogant guys who think they're the bomb. So my friend's sister was like, she. Can you imagine? And we were, at that point, we were chasing after these stupid guys. But anyway. Anyway, so like, um, she, she says to me and my friend, I almost said her name. Oh my goodness. She says to me and my friend, she's like, are you guys still dressed? She's like, if it was me, I would have undressed, taken off my makeup, put my hair up in a bun, gotten in my pajamas the moment he was five minutes late and didn't answer his phone. If he gets here at whatever time, half past, and he says, no, let's go. I'm telling him I'm not going because if you want me to go anywhere with you, you're going to respect my time. And that's something I didn't listen to when she said it. But like now I'm like, yeah, definitely. If you want me to do anything with you, you're going to respect my time. It's time I won't get back. It's time I can never have back with family members I've lost that I'm giving to you. So you're going to respect my time. If you're going to be even two minutes late and you don't phone me and you don't answer your phone. Unless you've been in an accident. Okay, I might give you up to like five or ten minutes at max. Depends how much I love you. But like really, you don't respect my time. I'm, I don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember I told you about the, the I had where this girl was late by two hours and she told me that she had to go to the salon and fix herself. And I'm like, also, oh, I can understand that one, Jim. Like, I, I couldn't. No, like, that, that was a big turn off for me. So I forgave her the first time. Like, you know what? You're late. It's okay. The second time I'm meeting with her, she's with her cousins and whoever. And I'm just waiting outside the complex. And I'm like, are we meeting up? Are we chilling? What's happening? And now it's just so awkward because we're not even dating, but now I'm getting to meet your family. And, you know, there's that thing that girls don't realize at times. I'm not saying that I'm that type of guy now. It happened a long time ago. But then don't be too quick to introduce a guy to your family. Sometimes it's a red flag. You would turn off the guy and he's not going to be into you. Even as a guy, don't introduce the girl to your family immediately. You know, take things slow. But then don't... Hmm. I feel like some people will rush certain things... And then it doesn't really work. And then now you're going to start over again. I mean, how many girls or guys are going to introduce to your family if you just like on the first date or the second date, you're just telling them about them? Okay, it's like, but it was just that thing. Okay. I understand you don't introduce like every everybody to your family. But if you're that many that you'd be embarrassed to introduce all of them to your family, like I just, I don't know how else to put this. But you're kind of, are you not getting around, you know? Are you not doing the most? Are you, you know? Hmm? I, I don't know how else to, to put it out there. Are you not like um, uh, traveling a little bit? You know? Okay, but that's that. that. <laughs> you don't belong to the streets. <laughs> You belong to the streets. If you're that type of person, then you belong to the streets, of course. Because I, I don't know how so many people get to date more than, let's just say, I don't know, in a year. Let's just say in a year, you date two or three people. That's understandable. But there's people that are like 10 relationships every year. There's someone different. It's like they never run out of 
uh, partners to find. It's like anyway, <laughs> they've got a guy waiting for them or a girl waiting outside. It just shocks me sometimes. Yeah, no, I've heard of people that can't be single. So they are often dating and in situationships. So if you don't know what a situationship is, um, so I don't know whether it's just South Africans that use this term or whether it's like an international thing. This whole thing of a of a situationship. Okay, wait, I don't like my hair like that. I'm putting it back. Um, always oh, wants to use that term situationship. It's just us, right? A situationship. Ah, the things that are South African these days. Let me explain to you for our international viewers what a situationship is. A situationship is a relationship that is not a relationship. Like, you guys aren't friends, but you aren't in a relationship either. But you sort of are in a relationship. It's a messy situation. That is a situationship. Like, yeah. Sometimes the friends with benefits might be physical and sometimes it might just be emotional. Like friends with benefits, you know? Like the... You, there's, there's definitely flirting that's happening, but you're not in a relationship and you guys are not sure whether you're official or you're not official or like what the deal is or you might even be seeing someone else and then you are in a situationship. So these are situationships that are happening. How did we get on the topic of situationships again? <laughs> I'm not even sure now because we just went to it. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to say we need to admit it now or anything, but you might be dating someone, right? But there's always the person of the opposite gender that you would confide in more than your partner. Or there's people that call the opposite gender, like, you know, bestie and all that. And they chatting up at midnight, calling each other that you have. You just not saying that you guys are intimate or anything, but you are. You know, having that bond together, you just don't know it yet, or you're not noticing it. That is what we call a situationship. Situationships are dangerous. They are very dangerous. Yeah, but anyway, we're talking about what were we talking about? We play we're playing Never Have I Ever, right? And we were talking about tolerating like certain behaviors from other people. Yeah, okay, cool. Well what's what's your never have I ever? What's your next never have I ever? Let me see. Let me see. Never have I ever ditched a guy that was dating now for someone else. I was a very bad person in high school, man. So you did it. You did it, JB. Wow. What happened? Tell me what happened. I feel like these are the confessions. So I was dating someone who was nice. And, you know, I'd known him for some time and we were like cool together and everything. And how I knew him was that I had my best friend who had another guy friend. But for some reason, this guy friend was like guy friend, guy friend. Which is very, very rare. But I wouldn't play that game anymore. This other guy friend and I as well became friends. So like the three of us are friends. And we don't really hang out together. But sometimes we do hang out together. And we started going to church together. Now this guy friend had another friend. So it's my friend introduced me to a friend who introduced me to a friend. Makes sense. So this guy friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend is this. So okay. So I finally meet his guy friend. His other guy friend is much older than him by like five years or something like that. 
Um, and he was like a year or two younger than me, maybe two years younger than me or three or something. Um, but like the group was getting along quite well. And this older guy friend that he had was more like a, like a, a not really like a, it was like a mentor to him and the one person that could keep him in line. So his mother wouldn't like allow him to go out late at night. And he was a dancer. So he, he was really, really good at what he does. So he wouldn't be allowed to go and hang out at night unless this other older guy was with him because his mother trusted the older guy. So this older guy was a brother from church. Brothers from church, let me warn you about girls like I used to be. Those girls look sweet. They look kind. They say all the right things. But will she destroy you finished? Let me tell you how I destroyed this guy but not finished. It was so bad. So, I was like not really saved. I was going to church. Because that's what I knew was the good thing to do. The right thing to do. But I wasn't really like invested in, in Christ. I wasn't serious about God at all actually. I was just going to church for the social and because like if ever God asked me, I'd be like, you saw me, right? You know what I mean? And also it was like the, the good thing to do. It was what we did. So we went to church. So me and all my friends, and they were the ones who introduced us to the church they used to go to. So we'd walk far and we'd go to this youth group and like the four or five of us would like hang out with us. And then the older guy expressed interest in me and now me not knowing my worth was like, yeah, cool, let's go for it. And this guy was properly churched. He wasn't like the rest of us that were going to church for the social. He was the church drummer. Not really, but he was respected amongst the youth. You know, they knew that this guy was a solid dude. So um, we started dating. We only dated like for like a month. And then I kind of got bored because he wasn't like the other guys that were arrogant and exciting and doing like things, you know what I mean? He sort of ran after me and because in my head, I was like, oh, I wasn't used to that. I, I normally ran after the guy. So, um, uh, so what then happens is that I kind of got bored. Another guy came along that was a bad boy and... I left this guy to date that guy because I thought he was leaving his girlfriend to date me. He never left his girlfriend. I became the side chick. It's on I the th- side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's sad. So, so yeah. <laughs> that's how that story went down. And to make the story worse, his girlfriend was friends with another group of my friends. They went to school together and she was like part of their clique at school. So I couldn't tell them that I was dating this guy. And I discovered this much later that, wait, actually, this guy is dating that girl. And I thought they'd broken up, but he obviously lied to me. He didn't break up with her for me. So um, we went to this party and then I saw him with her holding hands. Everybody knew this was this guy's girlfriend. And that's when I realized why he was so quiet about our relationship. And that's how I realized I was definitely the side chick. And that night he ignored me. He like he was just going around with her and he acted like I didn't exist. So that's when I realized I'm not going to do this anymore. And that was the end of whenever I ever side chicked ever. So yeah, that is what went down. 
But yeah, we're about to close off the show. Thank you so much for joining us and for watching us for once. Mlindeni, any last words? I think just don't be on the side. Don't be on the side. I think that is so shady. And it's one of the things. <laughs> don't be on the side. Oh my. I'm just saying. You no, you 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 you're planting trees. Don't be on the side. That's his last words. Don't be on the side. Look, look. I'm just saying that like there's this red flag that people don't notice that if you date a person and they are, let's keep it on the low for now. I'm not ready to be out there because people talk about relationships. I don't want the church to know. I think you should just like break off with that person because anyone that loves you would will just like cherish you. They would want to show you off basically. I'm not saying that you need to be posted on WhatsApp or Facebook no, and you to buy you. You don't have to. No, but you need to be posted. No, no, not always, Kimi. Not always. But like you just be out in the open with your partner, basically. Don't hide it. If they're hiding the relationship, then you know that there's someone else or there's something that they 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 just like doing on the side. Yeah, man, it's definitely a red flag. But from Jamie Musadi, and I was definitely not alone. We're signing out. And don't forget, you can catch us on www.xpfm.co.za. We're also on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're practically everywhere. And and now you can also catch us on YouTube. And the last thing is that um, don't forget our social media, at xpfm777. But we are signing out. Peace out. And God bless. Goodbye. Active FM. Radio has never been better.
inside. 